Welcome to Corazon Technologies, home of the Digital Executive Podcast. Welcome to the Digital Executive. Today's guest is Sarah Canaday. Sarah Canaday is a leadership keynote speaker, consultant, award-winning author, and CEO of Sarah Canaday & Associates. Sarah began her journey working full-time while she earned an MBA. As she climbed the corporate ladder, she repeatedly observed a surprising phenomenon. The most successful people were not necessarily the ones with the highest IQ or best job skills. She recognized instead that career advancement was much more closely linked to how people applied their knowledge and talents, their capacity to collaborate, communicate, and influence others. Because of this revelation early on, Sarah developed an uncanny ability to pinpoint the pivotal attributes that could make or break a career, and she was able to convey that information in a compassionately candid way. Well, good afternoon, Sarah. Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Glad to be here. Awesome. Sarah, you have a great story to share about your transition from corporate executive. And and I have a lot of guests on the show, very similar stories where they were doing the corporate America thing. And then they said, you know, I'm going to do my own thing. So could you share with our audience what made you make that switch? Certainly. Well, there was something specifically that gave me the impetus to start exploring the idea. I had reached, you know, a level after feeling like I had done all the right things, you know, sharpening my skills, getting certifications, advanced degrees, climbing the proverbial corporate ladder. And at that time, my husband and I were ready to start a family. Long story short, it wasn't happening. But that was a real eye opener for me because I think that's when I finally realized that it wasn't all about just the next rung in the ladder. It wasn't necessarily about achievement. I started to think about purpose. And, you know, looking at my position then and there, it wasn't necessarily fulfilling the purpose that I wanted at the time. I've been out of corporate now for, gosh, 17 years. And it may have been different today. You know, we have so many micro innovations where you may have felt that you could grow where you were planted. But back then, you know, I felt like if I had to do one more quarterly report, I was just going to bang my head against the wall. <laughs> so there were a couple things, you know, that, that kind of collided to make me start to explore the option of what was next for me. And I began to work with a career coach. And interestingly enough, my company paid for the process thinking that I would just move into a senior leader role within another division. But uh, after working with a career coach, I began to see that uh, going out on my own was the next step for me. And I went from leading a team internally to then this idea of opening my own boutique leadership consulting firm and a development firm. That's an amazing story. Again, amazing journey for you. I'm sure there's a lot of trial and tribulations that go into that. So I appreciate you sharing that story, Sarah. Sarah, can you share your goals for 2020? Any new changes, plans, or service services that you might want to launch this year? Well, you know what they say, the best laid plans, like everybody else, I'm having to pivot. You know, some of my plans fit the current challenges of COVID-19 and, and what that means for us, and some of them don't. But I'm choosing to look at it as an opportunity. You know, I was on the plane a lot traveling for keynotes and conferences, workshops, and, you know, I enjoyed the travel, but it wasn't, it wasn't a, a viable solution for the long term. I have two teens and so I was already exploring and, and doing work virtually. 
and I've got clients who are global and it wasn't making sense for them financially to send me all over the place. And so they had already begun to ask me to do a lot of what I was trying to do face-to-face virtually. And so I think really I will continue to do that, but just like everybody else who's now doing things virtually, it's just going to expedite the rate at which I do it and force me to sharpen my skills in the virtual platform. So my goals are are similar, but I think if I look at the way I deliver, that's probably what's most going to change for me this year. And I suspect even moving forward. Great. Thank you for sharing that as well. I know that a lot of us, and and that's really a a segue into my next question. I I wanted to ask you, you know, due to this global pandemic, so to speak, there's people, leaders, businesses like yourself that are having to make some hard calls and some shifts. So what's your thoughts on what people might do to overcome some of these challenges, including ignoring some of the doom and gloom headlines that we read on LinkedIn, for example, you know? I'd like to see the the facts, but at the same time, I don't. We don't need this doom and gloom headlines. Put it that way. But there's people sensationalize things. Yes. I think more than they should. I guess is my point. So, but what's your thoughts on these challenges? Well, you know, the, this is uh, this is a work in progress for me. Whether it was this or anything else, I have always been somebody who tends to think about the future. And in in one way, it's very good, right? I tend to be what they call a procrastinator, right? I jump on things early just in case there's emergencies and fires to put out. And that served me pretty well. But like any strength taken too far, it can can become a, a liability. But my point is, I think I would share the same advice I'm trying to give myself, which is first and foremost, get perspective. So if you are watching the news constantly about the rate of infection or death, I'm also trying to compare that to other epidemics, to the flu, just trying to put things in context and you know, even limiting the amount of news I take in, we tend to ruminate on things as humans, right? We just chew and ruminate. You know, ruminate comes from the from cows chewing. Um, and, and some people just do this more than others. And so if we can give ourselves permission to do that for a short amount of time and then move from sort of the emotional to the rational and the action, right? So yes, ruminate, but give yourself a limit, then put it in perspective, and then start to take action. What can you do? Yeah, there's a whole list of things that we can't do, but what can we do under the circumstances? Who can we reach out to as a resource or even just a thinking partner that can help us think through some of the ways we can pivot? Sharpen some new skills, find out how to move to a new arena, or if you're a leader, find out how to best react and respond to things in the moment, how to be gracious under the circumstances of crisis or, you know, workarounds in our business. Those are the things that, you know, instead of looking at them as, oh my gosh, I've got to do this. Well, look at it as this new skill. I've never had to do this before. And there's people out there offering plenty of advice on how to do it. And so arm yourself, right? Move into action. I love that perspective. I think we need to hear more and more of that from people like yourself to kind of get through this challenging time. So thank you, Sarah, for sharing that. Sarah, what is the one thing that your audience, uh, business leaders, managers, executives look to you for when you go and do a seminar or you consult? What's that one thing they're looking for? 
You know, I think since I work primarily with leaders or aspiring leaders, they just want to know how to make a bigger impact. And don't get me wrong, it's not not all altruistic. I mean, it's they want to make a bigger impact for themselves, but they want to make a bit bigger impact for others. And, you know, that comes in, in a couple of different forms in terms of how I can be of help. The first and foremost is, you know, helping people uncover maybe their professional blind spots. What is it that might be keeping them from working at a higher level or making an impact at a higher level? The other is, you know, maybe helping them sharpen some underdeveloped or undervalued skills. They may have all the know-how and all the credentials in the world, but they undervalue how they bring skills to the table as just being the cornerstone of why people would want to work with them. Leaders, you know, want to make a bigger impact by taking back control of what gets their time and attention. They're tired of being firefighters and walking to-do lists, and they want to reconnect with what it means to, you know, ignite fires, not just put them out. So those are some of the ways that I help leaders, but it's really all under the umbrella of making a bigger impact. Thank you for sharing that. That's very helpful. And I know our audience would appreciate that. So Sarah, as part of this digital executive podcast, really try to target for that sweet spot of 10 minutes. And so the last question I have for you today is anything you can share with the newer up and coming generations, what they could do or aspire to learning from you and their management careers? Well, I think interestingly enough, we can learn a lot from the new generation in this idea of being able to pivot so quickly and juggle multiple opportunities, having side hustles. You know, those are some of the things that I think are going to set the new generation apart. They already know how to do this. They're good at it. In fact, they expect it and they get bored if they're not being asked to pivot on a dime. But one thing I would say to that generation and any generation, frankly, is that while they're working to sharpen their skills, take on accreditations, be part of new businesses, come up with innovations, to not forget to work on and develop the skills, the behaviors, the perspectives that will help them influence others, engage others, have others want to work with them. Because at the end of the day, those are the types of things that others evaluate about us above and beyond our know-how. That's an interesting perspective. And that you're right, it does apply. We're, We're all humans, regardless of what generation we've, you know, we were fortunate to be a part of. But thank you for sharing that, Sarah. That was just amazing. And Sarah, I want to personally thank you for being on the show today. It was my pleasure for sure. And I look forward to speaking with you soon. My pleasure to be here. Thank you for having me. You bet. Bye for now.